Blog Talk Radio. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord, right now. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord, right now. We lift our hands and bow our knees and worship at your throne. We need you, Lord, right now. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord, right now. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord, right now. We lift our hands and bow our knees and worship at your throne. We need you, Lord, right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You just tuned in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm your host, Minister Elaine. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, hit them up on Facebook, and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to welcome our listeners to the service today, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be a part of the service today. We want to welcome our listeners to the service today. If this is your first time, we want to encourage you to continue to come every Sunday, and to be a part of what God is doing with this ministry. Here at Voice of Truth, we will read the word of God to you. We will bring forth the message of God. We will open up the prayer line, and the prayer line is open at this time if you need prayer. All you need to do is just press the one. Uh, Give me your location and your prayer request. We ask that you don't give your name because we are a worldwide ministry touching the world and the nation with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we just don't want you to put your business on front street, amen, because you never know who's listening, amen. So we want to encourage you to do that. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we are to rejoice in it. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. What an awesome God that we serve. We're still here. We're still here in the midst of a pandemic and all of the other stuff that is going on in the world. We are Still here, so we ought to give God a praise. Don't let nothing steal your praise. Let nothing steal your praise. Amen. Praise the Lord at all times. Let his praise stay upon your tongue and all things. Give him thanks and all things because he's worthy of all of our praises. Amen. Voice of Truth will be next month. On July the 26th, we'll be celebrating eight years of ministry under the leadership of a Pastor Joseph and Apostle Prophet Yvonne Ryle here on Block Talk Radio. We've been doing online ministry for eight years coming this July to God be all of the glory. We thank all of you, our followers that have been following this ministry for years. We thank God for you. We pray that God will richly bless you in a mighty way even in this season. We just thank God that he's able to do all things but fail. To God be the glory. If you need prayer at this time, if you would just press the one and I will bring you in for prayer. Amen. I don't know about you, but I need the Lord and I need him right now. I need him every second of the day. And I don't mind lifting my hands to worship him. I don't mind getting on my knees and to worship and to praise him and to pray. We're seasoned in a season when we need to be praying. We need to be praising him. We need to be worshiping with all that we got. We need to give God all the praise. Because he's worthy. We're still here. My God, we are still here. So we need to give God the praise. Amen. So many people in the last couple of months, thousands of people have gone on. But God see fit that we're still here. So we got to give him praise and thank him for what we have. We don't worry about what other people have, but just worry about what we got. Let's take care of our own business. Let's sweep around our own before we try to sweep around somebody else. To God be the glory. I don't see anybody with their hand raised. I want to go ahead and open us up in general prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just say thank you for this place. 
Lord, we thank you that you sent Jesus, that we might have life through the Son of God. We thank you, Father, that you are a God that supplies all the the needs of your people, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you that you're a God that cannot lie. We thank you, God, for loving us unconditionally. We thank you, God, for life. We thank you, God, for the breath of life. We thank you, Lord, that we're still here, that you kept us and protected from all dangers, seen and unseen. You kept us from all evil. You protected us among our enemies. Lord, we said thank you. Lord, we thank you, God, that you are Jehovah Jireh. We thank you, God, that you are our provider. We thank you, God, that you are our resource. Lord, we just want to say thank you. Lord, we thank you. We need you right now, Lord. We need you to help us. We need you to keep us. We need you, Father, in every area of our life. Lord, we need you, Lord. We need the living God. We need you, Lord. Lord, we love you, Lord. We give you praise, God. You are our strength, oh God. You are our fortress. You are our high power. You are our deliverer. You are the horn of our salvation, God. We bless your name. With all that is within us, Lord, we bless you. We say we love you, Lord. We say, God, that you're able to do just what you said you can do, oh, God. We ask right now, Lord, that you will meet the need of every person under the sound of my voice, oh, God. Fill their cup with whatever they need, oh, God. You know the needs of your people, oh, God. And we thank you that you're supplying the need even now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us to receive it from whatever source you send it from. In the name of Jesus, we ask you to bless every household under the sound of my voice, even now, Lord. We ask you to protect them, cover them under the blood during this pandemic thing, this virus thing, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to cover their families, their children, even now, God, the house of God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, we just give you praise and honor and glory. We pray, Father God, that you will save a soul right now, that your name may be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that you will bring them out of darkness to your marvelous light, oh, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we just ask you to bless us like you promised you would in the word, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it even now in the mighty name of Jesus. Let no house under the sound of my voice, the house of God, the children of God, let them not lack not one thing because you are their shepherd, Lord. And because you are their shepherd, they shall not lack for no good thing. Even in this time, in perilous time, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you will keep them from all evil. In Jesus' name, we pray. We call it God. In Jesus' name, we call those things that be not, though they were. In the mighty name of Jesus, it is so, and it is done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. To God be all of the glory. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I need the Lord, and I need him right now. Amen. I need him every day of my life. I need him with me. I need him to go before me. I need him to stand beside me. I need him every day of my life. I don't know about you guys, but I need the Lord. Amen. To God be the glory. We're going to come from Romans today. Amen. Romans, the fourth chapter. Amen. Uh, I'm going to start reading at verse number 16, but I do want to encourage you in your own devotional time if you could go back and read the entirety of the chapter. And I'm going to, you know, kind of bring us up to speed. Amen. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, and I'm going to start reading at verse number 16, Romans 4. And I'm going to start reading at verse number 16. And the word of God reads, Therefore it is a faith that it, that it might be by grace to the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which of the faith of Abraham who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were, who against believeth in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken. 
so shall thou see thee. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. And therefore, it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now, it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us also to whom it shall be imputed. If we believe on him, that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. And I'm going to also read another scripture, amen, to God be all of the glory. And I'm going to read Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, and it says, For by grace are ye saved through faith. And that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not a word, least any man should boast. Amen. To God be the glory. Here Paul is talking about the righteousness through faith. He's talking about Abraham's faith. He's talking about the promises of God that are granted through faith. The title of our message today is His Promise in Your Your Faith. His Promises and Your Faith. Faith. In the Word of God, there are so many promises to those who believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, those who choose to be saved every day. There are promises that God has promised unto us just as he promised Abraham. You know, the promise of God, and here uh, Paul is talking about salvation, the promise of uh, salvation, eternal life through the Son. He's talking about uh, forgiveness, about forgiveness of sin. He's talking about um, provision. And the promise that God had promised Abraham to be a father of many nations. He also mentioned about Sarah and Sarah's womb being dead, barren. And God had promised Abraham and Sarah that they would have a son and his name would be called Isaac. You know, many say, you know, today that we are living by grace, and we're no longer under the law, which is true. We are living by grace. We are saved by grace. But in order to receive salvation, we have to believe by faith and through faith. Everything that we receive of God, every promise that God has given unto you, every promise that he has given to me, in order for that promise to manifest in my life, I must operate in faith. I must operate in faith, and I must believe on the one who God has sent. I have to believe that God is. That's why the word tells us that now faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And so we have to believe in what God says in the word of God. We got to have faith and to believe what he is saying unto us. We got to have faith. When God says, I will, I'm a, I will forgive you of your sin, that's a promise. He said, when you can have a crown of life, that's a promise. When he says, I got a plan for your life and that's to do you good, that's a promise. We have to realize that he is a God, a promise, and he's a promise keeper. But we have to do something. We we have to act and believe in faith. We can't have some kind of faith. You know, I, I just wonder what kind of faith do you have? Do you have little faith, no faith, wayward faith, weak faith? 
the Bible tells us that Abraham operated in strong faith. And this is why he was justified. The Bible said it was not according to his works. It says, for what says the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. For if Abraham was justified by his works, he had whereof to glory, but not before God. And that's in the same chapter, verses 2 and 3. So in other words, we have to have faith in God to save us. And it's not according to our work or our deeds. It's not according to how much money we have because you can't buy salvation. You can't buy those. You cannot buy the promises of God. You can't buy them. Your money can't buy everything. Your good look can't buy everything. It just can't. The Bible says that we must have faith. And the Bible talks about a mustard seed of faith. We have to have just a mustard seed of faith. But we don't stay at a mustard seed of faith. Our faith should grow, and our faith should grow strong. There's a quote that I read the other day, and it says, Faith, mighty faith, the promised seed, and look to God alone. Laugh at impossibilities and cries, it shall be done. In other words, faith. If you got mighty faith, as the Bible talks about Abraham, he had strong faith in God. It was a faith, the word says, that Abraham received his promise. It was by and through his faith that the promise of Abraham was granted. He did not waver. He was not double-minded. He was stable in his faith and unmovable in his faith. And as that quote says, the promise sees. Well, the promise is seen until you are seen through, uh, seen by your faith. I, I I may not see it right now. It may not have manifested in my life. It may not have came to pass yet. But yet, because of my faith, I can see beyond what I see. Because God has promised me in His Word. That if I stay faithful, if I stay loyal unto God, if I don't turn from him, if I don't turn from the faith, you know, some of us will turn from the faith. We'll turn away from God. We'll go back into sin. We'll go back into the world. But if we stay faithful like Abraham was, we can see the promises. God is not a God that will give you a promise and not do it. Now, man will do that. Man will lie to you. Man will cheat on you. Man will do many things against you, evil things against you. But God will keep the promise he made unto you. Have you ever had people to promise you something, and you sitting there and you waiting on them, you waiting on them to come to do what they're going to say, and they never show up? And then they only have enough respect to call you till they ain't coming. Hmm. But God is not that. He's a promise. The Bible says, for the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed, though the law, but through the righteousness of faith. So Abraham was promised by God to be the father of many nations, just like the sand of the sea. Abraham had to believe that. He had to be able to believe and stand in that promise and see the promise. He had to look to God alone. You know, many times we don't look towards God. We look towards everything else to fulfill the promise in our lives. We will get in the way of the things that God is trying to do in our lives. Some of us, we want the promises of God, but we don't want to serve God. We don't want to serve him every day. Abraham was faithful every day. He was a man of righteousness. He was a man of God. He was a man of faith. Are you Are you a man of God? Are you a woman of God? Are you living in faith, strong faith, regardless of what's going on? Because we got a lot of foolishness going on in the world. We got so much stuff going on in the world. Oh, my God. No wonder so many people are in trouble because there's so much going on in the world. In the world, we have to keep our eyes on Jesus. No matter what's going on in the world, I put on my Facebook page, keep your eyes focused on Jesus. He was the author and the finisher of your faith. Focus on everything that's going on in the world with this virus and all this other stuff. The enemy is very tricky. So be very careful. Make sure you stay focused on Jesus. 
Abraham kept his eyes on God. And even though him and Sarah did their own thing, but Abraham did it because his wife said it. You have to go back and read it. You can go back and read it some of the other chapters, amen, about what Abraham and Sarah did, and that's why we had Ishmael. And we have plenty of them there. But we have to believe God because our faith will cause us to receive the things that God has for our life. It makes all things possible. You know, that quote says, laugh at impossibility when you look at God alone. That means I know that it's nothing too hard for God. If he did it for Abraham, he will do it for the church today. We got to get ready, church. We got to be focused on God and his promises. We got to live by faith in God. We got to live by that same faith that Abraham lived by, which was strong faith that God accounted as righteousness. We got to live by faith. We got to believe in what God said. And we got to believe it. And we got to believe, as that quote said, cry, it shall be done. It shall be done. Because why? God spoke the promise. Now, my promise may not be the same as yours. But he promised everybody in the world, if you want to be saved, believe on the one that he sent. All can be saved, but all won't be saved. Because you got to make a choice today. You have a free will to choose who you're going to serve. And we need to do it today. We need to choose this day who we're going to serve. Because it's all, and I say, we got, we got a little mustard seed. Mustard seed, real, real, real small. Real, real small. But we got to come. If we want to be saved, he give us enough faith for that. He give us faith for every day. He give us faith. You know, we have to have faith in God. We have to believe in the almighty God, our everlasting God. We have to believe in the everlasting God. We have to believe that God is able and faithful to do what he said he can do. You know, you know, as believers in the church of God, we have to confess our faith daily. We have to choose to meditate on his word. We have to choose to believe his promise. Even though we may have a long wait, and sometimes the waiting and the waiting is hard. And even though we may be going through troubles and trials and tribulations, we have to choose to walk in faith. We have to choose to live in faith. We still have to believe in God and trust in God to know that God is able to do what he said he can do. We have to believe. we got to meditate on his word. We got to believe his promise. We have to accept his will for our life. We must keep the faith because faith is what gives us access to the promises of God. We can't get them without faith. You must have faith. The Bible tells us it's impossible to please him without faith. It's by our faith and through our faith shall the promises of God manifest in our life. Bible says Abraham was a father, so he had strong faith. He stood in his faith. He believed that God was able to form what he had promised. In the word, do you believe that God is able to perform what he has promised unto you? I know it's been a long time. But do you believe that God is able to perform the promise that it will come forth in your life? Do you believe? You know, I uh, I put on my Facebook page. I put um my my God is the 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 thing that my God specializes in making the impossible possible. That's the kind of God we serve. He will make the impossible possible. He specializes in it. Ain't nothing hard for him. But that's not God specializes. God specializes. God. God specializes. He specializes in the things that are impossible for impossible for man, but it's possible for God if we believe faith and through faith. If we believe that He can do just what He said He can do, you know, you can't have faith without hope, and you can't have hope without faith. 
We have to have faith. He said, who against hope believers in hope? That he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken. So shall thou see thee. That's verse number 18 in the chapter. So we have to have faith, and we must have hope because they work together. If we don't have neither one, if we don't have no hope, then we ain't got no faith. So we have to have both because they work to go work together. We have to hope. We got to be hoping. We got to believe in, in the promises of what God has promised unto us. We can't tell everybody our promise. And make sure you don't do that. Don't tell everybody uh, God promise or what God has promised to you because everybody is not for you. Amen. Somebody I pray against the promise. Don't be careful about that. Make sure that we are believing God because without faith, the word tells us it's impossible to plead him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. If you want to come to God and you say, Lord, I'm going to serve you, Lord. I'm going to live for you, Lord. You first got to believe that he is. That's what the word tells us. But, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he or she that comes to God must first believe that he is and that he is a water of them that diligently seek him. Abraham diligently seek God. That means he sought God all the time. He kept his eyes on the Lord. He kept his eyes on him alone. And he held on to the promise. You know, you got to be able to see beyond what you're going through got to be able to see that. You got to be able to see the promise, even if it has not manifested in your life. You got to be able to see his promise because it's his promises and your faith. And your faith is what's going to activate or grant you access to the promises of God that he has promised to you. That's the only way it's going to manifest. You got to believe. You got to have faith in God. That's why Jesus told me the word. You got to have faith in God. If you stick to a mountain, it's going to move if you believe in God. Have faith in God. This is what Jesus said. Jesus said, have faith in God. We got to have faith in God. We got to renew our mind every day in the word of God so that we will have faith. Something to, that the Spirit can pull up to remind us that God is with us no matter what we're going through. And many believers are going through many things right now in these pearly days and these pearly times. But we got to believe God. We got to believe. Did you know that it's nothing too hard for God? It's nothing too hard for God. And we'll receive the promise of God by our faith. They're granted to us by our faith, manifest in our life at God's appointed time and God's appointed time only. Because the word of God tells us, let's see which word scripture was it. Oh, let's see. It said to us that Abraham was, let's see. Okay, verse number 19. And it said, being not weak in faith, in other words, Abraham was strong in faith, he considered not his his own body now dead. <laughs> Oh, read between the lines, y'all. It says, and when he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah wound. Now, Abraham was 100-something years old, so that means Sarah must have been like 99 or something like that. This was a promise of God that God had promised them. Abraham was 100 years old. <laughs> Abraham was 100 years old, y'all. Do you know God is able to do all things but fail? Now, he can do it for Abraham, y'all. <laughs> he can do it for you. You got to pray about that thing. You got to pray about it. Pray about it. Pray about it. Pray about it. If God can uh, quicken Abraham, he can quicken you. If he can, Sarah can have a baby at 99, God can do it for you. It's a promise. That let us know it's nothing too hard for God. Age is just a number when it comes to God. Ain't got nothing to do with what God wants to do in your life. Whatever promises that God has promised unto you, it shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Because if he promised it to you, and it may seem like he done put you on the shelf and forgot about you, but he had. And I know that to be the truth because I said, Lord, you done forgot about me. So sometimes, you know, because of the wait and then the time of waiting, but we got to learn how to, to wait on God, and we got to always 
always, we got to always um, live right, walk in repentance. We got to always live right before God. The promises of God comes out of obedience, out of righteousness, doing what God has told you to say. Stay, stay on the king highway. You got to stay in the king highway. You got to stay in his word. You got to stay Focus on him. You got to stay in the sheepfold. You can't be going out on, on the sheepfold that's on in the church. You got to be in living in righteousness and faith every day. And you're going to have to have some faith to live in this world today. You're going to have to have some show enough faith. You're going to have to be down, elder said, anchor down in Jesus. You're going to have to be anchored down in Jesus. Because when you say that I am going to walk for Jesus, I'm going to live for Jesus, I'm going to live by faith, the devil will say, uh-oh, they say, what they going to do? And immediately, he going to come to test your faith. You want to be anchored down in Jesus. You want to be anchored down in Jesus. Because one thing that the enemy comes is to steal your faith. He comes to kill it and destroy your faith in God. Because he knows that if he can steal, kill, and destroy your faith, you can't receive the promise. Because it's connected to your faith. It, your faith grants you access to the promises of God. You got to believe it. Do you believe it? Will you turn from God? You know, many times we 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 want to love on God. We want to praise God when everything is going good. But do you have enough to believe God when things are not going so good? Do, do you have enough faith to believe him when you're in the fire, when you don't got sold in the fire? Do you have a, enough faith to believe him? Do, do you have enough faith to believe God? going to give you what he said he's going to give you, even though you might be, going through hell and high water, do you have enough faith in the Lord? So we can't have that little faith, yield a little faith. Where is your faith? Who is your faith in? Who are you believing in? Say, I don't know about you, but I'm believing in Jesus. I know many today, they believe in everything but the living God. They serve many, little G God. They serve man. They serve the world the things of the world. They got faith in in all of the systems of the world to provide and to take care of them. What you going to do when they cut it off? What you going to do when they kick you out the door? What you going to do? Where your faith going to be at then? They're going to show you. The world will show you how much it loves you. You know, because God loves us, he has given us promises in his word. But in order for us to know the promises, we must read the word of God. So read his word of God to know his promise. I can't give you every promise. It's a planet. This book is loaded with the promises of God. But it starts with salvation. The promise of God starts with salvation. And then as you come to Jesus, as you are, you don't get to say. You get all the other benefits. Of being a child of God. You got to have faith like Abraham. You got to believe like Abraham. You got to walk like Abraham. You got to talk like Abraham. You got to live right before God. You can't live any kind of way before God. I want to receive the promises of God. And you can't keep your promise unto God. You don't make a vow to God and don't keep the promise. Oh, he will remind you that you made a promise unto him. You got to keep the promise. You made the vow unto God. Don't make vows unto God if you're not going to keep them. You say, I'm going to follow you, Lord. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Whatever you promise God, I don't know what you promised him. But you promised him something. And you didn't keep the vow. And whatever he gave you, he gave you what he promised you. But you didn't keep the promise unto God. You were unfaithful. You were not loyal unto God. That's why you go through what you call. Because you did not keep the promise of God. You cannot promise stuff to God and not keep the promise. You keep the promise unto God. Because
because God is a promise keeper. He's going to do what he says for us. But oftentimes, we don't want to keep the promises of God. Lord, I do this. Lord, I do that. I go here. I go there. And then don't do nothing once you get from God. Got to stop it. We got to get it right. We got to get it right. We got to have strong faith in God. Then we can see the promise of God manifest in our lives. You know, we got to get ready and prepared. Even in this season, what's going on, Lord, that's why I said we must stay focused focused on the promises of God. And we have to get ready for whatever God has promised, promised you. It has nothing to do with what's going on in the world. We have to be like Abraham. The Bible tells us how Abraham uh, received the promise of God. And God sent Abraham into a land that Abraham knew not. In other words, Abraham had to get ready by his faith in God. He had strong faith in God. It, it, it was a faith that he moved into a land that he did not know. He didn't know where he was going. But he trusted God enough. You got to trust God without a shadow of doubt. And if he tells you to move, whatever he's telling you to do, you got to be ready for that. If he's telling you whatever the promise is, if he's telling you I'm, I'm, it's your season, it's your season to marriage, it's your season for a new job, it's your season, a new level in ministry, it's your season, your womb may be barren, but you're about to have a child. But you got to be ready to do what God tells you to do. You got to be ready. You got to be in that place of ready. You can't be trying to get ready. You got to be in the place of ready so that you can receive the promise. And even if the wait is long, trust God. And I know it gets hard. I know that it does. Because I know it had to be hard for Abraham and Sarah, and that's why Sarah told Abraham to do what, it, what she told him to do. And, of course, he, he did it, but she gave him permission to do it. She gave him permission to do it because of the wait, because she wanted him to have a seed. And that seed came forth with Isaac, but he was not the seed of promise. Ishmael, excuse me, Ishmael was not the seed of promise. Isaac was the seed of promise. So we got to get it right. His promises and our faith is going to work together to bring forth what God has for us in our lives. We just have to walk by faith, live by faith. To get the promise, we got to get ready to do it. We got to get ready. We got to believe. We got to stay faithful. We got to walk in righteousness. We got to walk in righteousness. We got to continue to believe and have faith. If God said it, then we got to believe it to be so. So the Bible says that, and being fully persuaded, Abraham, what he had promised. God, he said, and he was able also to perform it. So we must be first, what, fully persuaded that God is able to perform what he has promised. If God said you're a millionaire, you're a millionaire. If God said you're going to get married, you're going to get married. If God says you're going to a new level of ministry, you're going to a new level of ministry. If God says you're going to have more than enough overflow, which he promised that us in the word of God, then we got to believe it. If God says you ain't going to start, I don't care what family come in the lane. When God says you ain't going to die before your time, you're going to live and you shall not die. We got to believe the word of God. That's a promise. When the Bible tells us that the Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want. That's a promise. When the Lord tells you that your enemy is under your feet, that's a promise. You got to believe it. You got to believe what God is saying unto us in his word because he is a promise keeper. And he keeps his promise. We won't keep our promise. We must believe God. Receive our promise. To get the promise, we have to to receive it by faith in God. Even though we can't see it with our physical eye, we got to be able to continue to trust God, believe God, continue in prayer, and believe God will bring in the past, just like Abraham. 
We got to believe God. We got to keep believing. We got to keep hoping. We got to keep trusting. We got to believe in God from you. Got to have faith, even when it don't make no sense, when it don't have no reason, when you feel like all hope is gone. You got to yet believe God. And sometimes it, it looks like it, it ain't going to never come to pass, but it ain't what it looked like. Because when God brings the promise unto you, if you live right as Abraham did, if you live in righteousness and holiness, and, and you're doing what you're supposed to do for God, it will surely manifest in your life the promises of God. And, you know, because he did it for Abraham. He would do it for you. Abraham was a hundred years old, and God gave him a son through his wife. God gave him a son as he had promised. So we have to hold on just a little while longer. Hold on, don't give up. Just hold on a little while longer. God is going to manifest the promises in your life if you stay faithful and committed and loyal to him. Don't be weak in your faith. Don't have a little faith. Contend to fight a good fight of faith. Strong believing in God. And we're always in a fight of faith every day. Every day you must fight a good fight of faith. Every day. Don't lose your faith. No matter what comes your way, don't lose your faith. When the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy your faith, you say, not today. Because God is able to do whatever he promised that he would do for you. Because your faith works in the sight of God. Because you have to believe that he is. You have to believe that God sent Jesus that you might be saved. You have to receive that promise. That's a promise. And he said, whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Whosoever, any man, any woman, any boy, any girl, if they believe in him who was sent by faith through grace, if we are saved, all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God, but God in his promises said, you can be saved. I can be saved. We have to receive it by faith. You know, just because we're under grace right now, that don't mean we can do anything that we want to do. Many people think, oh, we're living under grace. We ain't under the law in, anymore. And we, I heard somebody say, I just looked up. I know, I know they didn't know what they were talking about. They, they were talking about, you know what? Because when we live and we live according to God's word, we cannot be just a church girl going to church on Sunday. Yes, we are under grace, but we cannot do anything we want to do. We got to live by God's word. We got to live in faith. We got to live right. Grace does not give us a license to sin. Then we think we can just, okay, oh, I'll do it today. Lord, forgive me. Next couple of days, there you go over there to Jody's house. And the next day, then you go over to Joe's house. Next day, then you going over there to that man's uh, house messing with that man's wife. You going over there, sneaking around with this man's wife and, and, and undermining his ministry. Then you go over there, going with that woman's husband, and you know he's married. You know you shacking. Y'all, y'all know you're saying, you know what you're doing wrong. You're living in sin, but you come back and say, well, you know, I'm living under grace. By grace, I'm saying, I'm living under grace. I ain't under the law. We can't keep, don't play with God. Because some of us are playing with God. You don't want God to take the cover off of you. You don't want to lose everything you had because of foolishness. When you got a wife at home. You got a husband at home. You don't want to lose everything. Because there's nothing that we can do that God don't already know. You can't get no secret from God. He sees our sin. That's why we all repent daily. That's why we got to walk in repentance. 
Repentance means turning from sin, not just on Sunday, every day of the week. Yes, we are saved by grace, and we are living on the grace, but it does not give you the license to sin. We got to get it right. We got to get it right. And some say, you know, well, I'm saved, but you got to represent God in everything you do. Not always say. You got to live right every day. Every day of the week. We got to live faith in God. God is able to keep you. Ain't no such thing that you cannot be kept. If you want to be kept, God can keep you. You ain't got to go down that road. You ain't got to go to the left, to the left, to the left. God is able to keep you, whether you're married, unmarried, God is able to keep you. He's able to keep us. He's able to keep us from falling. But we got to have faith in God. We got to have faith in God. We got to know that God is able to do just what he said he would do. See the promise of God. He is an able God. Will you receive his promises today? It's, it's, it's up to you. It's your choice. Do you believe in Jesus who was sent? Do you believe? Because you have to believe. To believe by faith. To be saved. And then when you believe by faith and you come into the kingdom of God, then you receive the blessings of God, the promises of God. Those promises are to the believer. Those promises are to those that believe in God. We, we know people in the world quote the scriptures, but the promises are for those people who are truly the church of God, not the church building, but those who truly belong to God because your body is the temple of God if you belong to God. And your body is the holy temple that represents God's church. That's why you can worship God anywhere. And just like we're all together on the line today all over the world, and I, I want to thank God for all the listeners. It's over mm, about 6,000 listeners that listen to this program and our service, and I thank God for that. So when we come together all over the world, we are one spirit in the living God. We don't have to be in the church building. Praise God to worship God, to hear the word of God. That will not be an excuse. That will not be an excuse. Because the word is being preached all over the world, all over the nation. And I want to encourage you today to receive his promise today of salvation. Receive the promise so that you can be forgiven. So it says in verse 23, now it was not not written for his sake alone, not Abraham just alone, that it was imputed to him. But for us also, to all, to whosoever, to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus, our Lord, from the dead. That's what we got to believe. His promise came for the whole world. God so loved the world that he gave his son. It says, if we believe on him, God, the living God, that raised up Jesus from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses, our sins, our iniquities, our trespasses, was raised up again for our justification. How are we justified? We are justified by faith. We are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Will you receive his promise today? Will you receive the promise of salvation today? I'm going to get an invitation. If you don't know Jesus, I want to encourage you today to come. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. 
that you may be forgiven of your sins. Because we are justified by faith. He redeemed us all by the blood. We have to believe that God sent him. We have to believe in the one that is sent. The Bible said, the ones who believe in him are saved. Those who believe not are condemned already. Jesus did not come to condemn the world. You have a choice. And I want to encourage you today to make that choice. First, to believe in Jesus, that God sent him and raised him from the dead, that he lived and died, that you may have a crown of life, that you may have eternal life through the Son. He said in the word, it wasn't just for Abraham, but it's for all of us who believe. It's for Elaine, it's for the next it's for you, you, and you, if you believe. If you would just say this prayer, Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Lord, come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I believe that God raised you from the dead. Come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. Deliver me from my sins. I want to thank you, Lord. You deliver me from my sins. And if you said that prayer and you honestly do repent of your sin, if you can just inbox me there on Facebook, Elaine Jackson, or inbox anybody on the Wild Team, Amen, Pathetic Corner, they come by here and minister a one word from the Lord. If you can inbox any one of those, Amen, we will help you get where you need to be, Amen. We want to discipleship you. We want you to know this man named Jesus. We don't want you just to follow this ministry and our ministry without Wild Worldwide Ministry and not know Jesus. We want you to know Jesus. We want you to know him for the pardon of your sin. We want you to know the love of Jesus, that love that you're seeking. We want you to know Jesus for yourself. You must know him for yourself. You can't live off nobody else's faith but your own faith. You can't live off your mama, your daddy. Who can them as they say? You can't live off nobody's faith. But your faith, you got to have faith to believe in yourself. And I know many people will come to block that faith. That's the enemy when it comes to say, no, don't do that. But you're going to lose a lot of friends. You're going to lose a lot of things when you come to Jesus. But it's worth it. you got to be willing to pay the price to walk for Jesus. Because anything you have in life, you got to be willing to pay the price. There's a price you got to pay. So I want to encourage you today. If you are... A church going, your name has been on the road, and, and you may even be a pastor. You may be an ordained minister. You may be an evangelist, a prophet, a pastor, whatever you call yourself. But you know that you're not really saved. Are you really sure that you are saved? You know, sometimes we are called by people. We're not truly called by God. I'm not saying anybody, whatever you say you are, that's who you are but we need to make sure that we are truly saved because the Bible says that Abraham didn't receive what he received by his work or his deeds. So you can prophesy all you want to. You can preach all you want to. You can evangelize all you want to, but you must know the man named Jesus. No man cometh unto God without knowing Jesus. You cannot get past Jesus. You must go through Jesus to be saved. You got to know Jesus for yourself. You can't get to God without going through Jesus. No man, salvation, without going to the Son of God. No man, no woman, no boy, no girl. You must go through Jesus. Your work, your deeds, going to church every Sunday ain't going to cut it. We got to get it right. Our work will not get us into heaven. Even if we're paying our tithes and offer, that's not going to get us into heaven. We must know Jesus. Many people pay tithes and offer. But are they truly saved? We got to get past all of this religion stuff and all of this division, all this stuff. We got to get it right. We got to get saved for real. Because Jesus is soon to return. We saw all this stuff going on in the world today. We got to get it right. We got to come to Jesus. We don't get to stay as we are. 
because we change. Our faith grows. It don't stay the same. It don't stay like a little mustard seed. Faith grows. A mustard seed, when it's planted, it grows a big vine. It don't, it don't stay that little bit of seed. So we need to be growing in our faith and have strong faith in God, believing God will do just what he said he can do. He's able to perform it if he said it. We have to believe it. We have to call those things that be not as though they were, according to the word. We got to believe it. We got to keep praying it and keep praying it to praying it through. We got to believe what he said in the word. We got to get it right. We got to get saved first. We're just trying to do everything. We just got, what they used to say back in the day, we got the cart before the heart. We got to get saved, and we got to get saved for real. Time out for playing church. But if you are a church goer and you are a backslid a backslide, we want to encourage you also. Just say this prayer. Lord, save me. I repent of my sin with a godly start. Change your life today. We want to welcome you to the body of Christ. If you have said that prayer, amen, and we want to encourage you to hit me up on Facebook, amen, so we can set up session with you so we can get you discipleship because Jesus came that you can live an abundant life through him, that your soul might be saved, that you might have eternal life through the Son. But you got to believe and you got to have faith because his promises and your faith is going to work together. It's according to your faith. All healing that Jesus did, it was according to their faith in, in God. So I want to encourage you today to, to just hit me up on Facebook if you have given your life to Christ today. Amen. And we will set up session with you, my, uh, my leaders. And uh, we want to get you going in the right direction. If you are uh, believing that you are called to ministry, I'm going to go ahead and do the announcements. Well, if you believe that you are called to ministry and you do not have a leader or you have spoken to a leader and they don't believe that you have called, and I know that to be a truth because when I first, when I was called in ministry, I had that problem. And when I went to the leader and I told the leader that I was called to ministry, to this day that leader has not acknowledged it and never acknowledged it. Uh, anything was done. And so I want to encourage you because I want you to get it. And I don't want anybody to be treated the way I was treated when I first came into ministry. I was rejected. And I want you to do the things that God has called for you to do, to have the things that God has ordained for you to have before the foundation of the world. So I want to encourage you to get connected uh, to my leader, Pastor Joseph, and they will help you just as they have helped me. And I just want to thank God for you, and I hope that you be obedient to that. You can't do ministry by yourself. You need somebody to help you. But I also want to go ahead and do the announcement. Let's see here with that calendar down. Um, I do hope and pray that you tune in to Pathetic Corner today from 5 to 6 o'clock with your host, Prophetess Martha William, a powerful word from the Lord today, amen, and every Sunday. I want to encourage you to sow into her ministry she, if she has been uh, a blessing to your ministry, which I know she has. Voice of Truth is the second half of the hour power. They call us the hour power. Voice of Truth is from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Sunday. We have for you on Tuesday night, my leader, apostle, and pastor at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. One word from the Lord. We want to encourage you to connect there. On Saturday, we have L.D. Evangelist versus Askews, 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Block Talk Radio. We want to encourage you to get connected to Elder Powerful Ministry. Amen. God is going to do some great marvelous things to Elder, through Elder. We want to encourage you also to become a wild partner for an offering of $25 or more. If you want to do a one-time offering, you can just hit up anybody on um that I have mentioned, and we can show you how to do that. So we thank God for you. We want to encourage you to continue to listen and be with us here every Sunday here on Block Talk Radio. Amen to God be the God. I also want to encourage you, you have that not purchased my ebook. Amen. I want to encourage you to do that on Amazon.com for $2.99. Amen. If you need any help with self-publishing your book, amen, I will be glad to help you. Amen. Just hit me up there on Facebook. Glory be to 
God. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. We want to get up out of here. We thank God for his promises. Amen. We got to get ready for him, y'all. To God be all the glory. Now to him that is able to keep them from falling, to prevent you falling before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, till the only wise God I say, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. Be blessed. I love you. Bye-bye. Meet us here next week at the same time here on Block Talk Radio. <laughs>